Alright, everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Blithering Blatherings, where your I, your host, Jose Velas, talk with a guest every week. And this week's guest, uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Ashley. <laughs> hey, Ashley, how you been? Uh, good as you can in these times, I guess. Yeah, it's been a rough, like, three quarters of a year, almost. Oh, God, it's almost going to be a year. That's insane. Yeah, that's crazy to think about. It is. Can't believe we wasted almost a year. Yeah, w- waste is definitely the, the word, I feel. I mean, I guess some people made some productive things out of it, but, you know, could have been doing probably more fun things. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, like, just waste in general, like, uh, as in, like, this could have been fixed earlier. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. For sure. Uh, You still taking online classes? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I didn't go I back to school. I didn't understand the question at first. I forgot people had gone back to school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, people have gone back to school, so that's why I was asking if you were still taking them. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm not putting my family at risk like that. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. We're all going on Tuesday, though. Oh, God, yeah. I'm kind of scared. <laughs> yeah. L- luckily, so they, like, landed. Oh, yeah, for sure. school. Yeah, they they planned it so that way it's like only seniors go, which mm-hmm. thank God, because like as soon as I heard it was we were going on we were all going on Tuesday, I'm like, uh, how is? <laughs> Hold the phone. Yeah, I feel like they should have waited. The I mean it made sense for like the first cycle, and then uh, you bring back face to face, but mm-hmm. I feel like they should have waited until after. That- that way it's... I feel like they should have waited till the second semester. I mean that too, but it was also like it depended on like the the COVID cases or something like that. I think. Yeah. How how well Houston was doing? We're not doing well. No, apparently there's a whole spike increase. Oh God, yeah, it's. <laughs> It's so frustrating to see because, you know, so much of this could be avoided if people just wore their mask, wore them correctly, you know, mm-hmm. didn't go out every weekend. Yeah, for sure. Just just stay stay in your house. That's why you have a house. <laughs> that way you it's can frustrating as someone, you know, like whenever you were a kid and like, you know, the kids in your class were acting bad. And so you'd get like 10 minutes taken off of recess. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly that's what this <laughs> feels like. Because I was always the kid that was quiet. And, you know, I wanted to go to recess, so I would be good. And I've been staying in my house this entire almost a year. While I see people like, you know, going out and hanging with their friends. And I'm like, well, I want to do that too. But that's putting everyone in danger. And that's dumb. Yeah, yeah. That's Oy, definitely it's... that type of scenario. It's annoying. Yeah, and like you can't do anything because these are like people who have already been doing this for like months now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, how are you doing? I'm I'm doing good. 
I'm doing good. Still, I Thank still have some homework me, to way. do. Oh, oh yeah, no I problem. Do too. <laughs> How do you pick the guests that you're gonna have on here? Uh, <laughs> that, that's a good question. I don't have an answer for that. <laughs> you kind of just that random. Yeah, and like you posted that uh, over the garden wall uh, thing for mm-hmm. uh, orbit over. Yeah. Yeah, you posted that, and I'm like, oh, there's a perfect chance. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God. Orbitober's been. Uh, can I curse on here? Uh, PG thirteen. You have you have one f bomb. <laughs> okay. Orbitober has been kicking my ass this past week because doubling down on grades and stuff like that. Yeah. And so you know, most of the time, by the time that I'm done with like my work, I'll be too tired to draw, or I either draw and I'll be too tired to do my work, so I have to sacrifice drawing for the sake of my grades. So oh, it's mm, been kicking yeah. my butt. But you've been you've been doing better than last year. Last year you got like oh, yeah. two weeks in. Uh, last year I got until the sixteenth, and this year I've got steadily until like the twentieth. And I'm still going, just like not as often. Yeah, yeah. I see you like post uh, like one day like after. <laughs> yeah, I like do that. it every other day now for the yeah. sake of myself. <laughs> that's, that's that's fair. Like yeah. don't, don't push too hard into it. Yeah, because then I'm just gonna not do anything. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But. Uh, yeah, so it's 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 October, Halloween mm-hmm. month. This episode's coming out on the thirtieth, Halloween. Mm-hmm. Oh, Halloween! Yeah. I'm sorry, I am the wussiest person ever. So, <laughs> oh god, everything scares me. I cannot watch horror movies. Uh, you, you have you, which ones have you watched or like tried to? I've watched The Boy, which was that Netflix one. That one wasn't that scary. I'm terrified of dolls, but it wasn't that scary. Um, mm. I've watched Coraline. I don't know if that counts as a Halloween movie. It's spooky enough, yeah. I watched, like, the Disney Channel ones. Like, what's it called? Halloween Town. <laughs> Halloween Town, yeah. I watched some of those. But other than that, I really don't watch horror movies. Like, you could not pay me to go watch a horror movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Like, so, even I, I don't watch that many. This isn't a good tribute to come out on Halloween because I'm such a scaredy cat. Oh, my God. I do. I couldn't even watch Scooby-Doo when I was younger. Uh, like, oh that's God. how bad it is. When I was younger, I would cry whenever Scooby-Doo came on. Oh, no. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> Because, like, you know, I'm, like, the middle child, so, like, if I'd be, like, change it, no one would ever change it, so, like, I'd just be sitting there, and I'd be, like, change it! Change the channel! You don't know what you're doing! Change the channel, I'm scared! Yeah! (laughs) Uh, uh, Well, let me ask you this. Uh, You watched Finney's and Firm? Yes. Okay, do you remember that, uh, like, Haunted House episode? Yeah, like, that one scared to... me a little bit, but, like, I could get through it, you know? Okay, okay. Just making sure. <laughs> you were about to judge me so hard. Well, no, but it's it's a little bit spooky. Yeah, it's a, it's a little spooky. 
Uh, yeah, like I said, I just, I can't go out anywhere. My sister, I don't know if you've seen it, but there's, like, a new, like, haunted car wash because of, like, social distancing and everything like that. That's and so, you know, like, it's quick because it's a car wash. And my sister was trying to get me to go. And I was like, no, I'm not going. <laughs> I don't no. think so. No, I'm not doing that. It's, yeah. Sorry, I need, I need. I'm not doing you a good, I'm not giving you a good look. <laughs> okay. No, I just wanted to know. I've been asking that one for, for like, the, the October episodes. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Uh, so, you're like, you have a tablet, right, for your drawings or something? Yeah, I have an iPad Pro. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, because I remember you posted that like last year you got one or this year? Uh, it was this year. I don't remember when, but I got it sometime in quarantine. And I'm glad I did because honestly, I can spend like hours on the drawing and it'll feel like absolutely no time went past so you know for these times it's obviously very helpful yeah you just need something to like watch or just do that eventually oh day's over already good yeah i'd be like oh like day's over but the thing is for me um it didn't work as in like i draw in the day so the day went by quick it would be Mm. more like i'd start a drawing at like 10 at night and before oh. I knew it, it was 6 a.m. <laughs> before I knew it, it was 6 a.m. And, you know, um, some of my friends would be waking up and they'd be like, why are you up so early? And I'd be like, I, I haven't gone to bed. <laughs> yeah, and so then I would go to sleep and I wouldn't wake up till like noon or one. And then, you know, by the time I got up and like dragged myself out of bed, it would be like one or two. And then the day's gone. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay but yeah that's that's cool that's nice <laughs> yeah i guess that's a good way to put my sleep schedule it's cool <laughs> <laughs> i mean in the summer when like there was nothing to do that that's a good schedule just make sure yeah. to fix it like three weeks before school starts I, I fixed mine within the first week of school <laughs> so it, it was hard than switching most. over. Better than most, yeah. At least I'm sleeping. Right now I'll go to bed <laughs> at like one or two and then I'll wake up I'll wake up at seven fifty-five, literally when class starts and log on. <laughs> and that's I, how I, it goes. Yeah, no. Uh my my sister went to a sleepover uh yesterday, so mm-hmm. I had uh the room to myself. And mm-hmm. my dad, he he's all he's uh, in in his room watching Netflix or whatever. So mm-hmm. and like since my sister wasn't there, he didn't enforce the sleeping curfew as much. <laughs> but uh, like even like uh, I, I'm so used to sleeping early because mm-hmm. every time I hear people sleeping late, I'm always like, really you sleep at two or at one? I, I like <laughs> I'm don't shame I'm, me, Jose. I'm not shaming. I'm just saying it's Don't it's my shame problem. Me. <laughs> it's my problem. Uh, but like uh, since I like he didn't enforce it a lot uh, mm-hmm. yesterday, I was like, okay, uh, I'm just gonna play a little bit, and then it was it, it was like 12:30. I'm like, yeah, that's a good time to go to bed now. <laughs> <laughs> that's so early to me. 
Yeah, um, I have a friend and she always goes to bed really early. It'll be like 10 or 11 and she'll be like, all right, guys, bye. I'm going to bed. I was like, you're going to bed? <laughs> I was like, I don't go to bed for like another four hours. And she's like, yeah, good night. And I was like, okay, then good night. Yeah, like, no, I... Oh, no, I go to go bed on. at 10 or before. I'm sorry. I don't understand that because like 10 is when I'm like my most hyper. Like I'm ready to do everything. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. My sister, I think, does that too a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's when I do everything. That's when I'm like, okay, I need to start on my... Because um, before, you know, I started doubling down with my grades, I would do all my drawings the night before. And then, you know, in the morning, whenever I had to wake up for class, I would color them and stuff, and then I would post them. And that's how I kept mm. up so well the first half. But then, you know, I started doubling down on grades, and I couldn't do it anymore. But that's how, like, I would do it. Mm-hmm. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's um, fine. I I forgot what I was talking about. I just kind of started going on. <laughs> See, this is the. It's not ten o'clock yet. My brain isn't awake yet. Oh yeah, I was uh, saying that's when I start like doubling down on all my work and starting everything. And so when people are like, "I'm going to bed," I'm like, "When do you do all your work?" In the day, yeah. like a normal person. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I feel that though the going to bed early part, and then like people saying like why, because like some of the times, I get I get like a Snapchat message when I, when I turn on my phone in the morning, I get a Snapchat message. And I'm like, okay, somebody apparently assumes I'm awake at twelve. I might have done that to you a few times. <laughs> it's possible. I think I texted right. you about like a grade or something on Instagram and you didn't text me till like the next day. And I was like, what's this dude doing? It's barely like 10. <laughs> yeah, no. And like when Snapchat and Instagram from the like the seven hours ago or something like that, I'm always like, mm-hmm. I, I do the math in my head like seven hours ago. So that was at like 12 or 11. I, I'm, I, I'm already <laughs> by then. Respect though. You probably get good sleep. No, no joke on was it this Monday? No, this Tuesday. Mm-hmm. This Tuesday we had a day off, right? Or Wednesday? Whatever. It was Wednesday. Wednesday, okay. This Wednesday. I, I like woke up and I was so like I, I did not want to get out of bed. I feel like and everyone in the in 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 my house was also feeling like that because it was like eight and no mm-hmm. lights were out. It was cloudy outside, so it looked even like darker in, inside. Like it was mm-hmm. in, in early, early morning. Yeah. Do you usually wake up at eight? Like even when it's not a school day? Uh, when it's not a school day, yeah, eight around there, nine. Eight? Yeah. God damn, oh. man. Oh, oh yeah, have no clue. <laughs> that's, that's fine. Damn is fine. Okay, I can say damn. Okay, because I can't go like two sentences without saying it. But oh my god, <laughs> that's so early. Yeah, no. I wake up at like I, on a non school day, I wake up like 10, 11, 12, maybe. Yeah, no, I, I wake up around the the late morning sometimes too. Mm-hmm. But uh, sometimes. I feel like, <laughs> so, yes, yeah, sometimes. But I feel like I wake up early a lot. I don't know why, but I know that I did that a lot as a kid too. Because I used to wake mm-hmm. up at like 7. Or at like really early. 
Oh, yeah. I used to wake up early, too, I think. I used to wake up at, like, 8-ish, 9, which, like, might not be that early to other people. But, like, you know, that's usually the time that my parents would wake up on a non-school day. Yeah. So, like, I'd wake up at, like, 8, 9, and I'd go downstairs and stuff like that. And then, like, 8th grade, 9th grade hit. And, like, you know, I'd be pulling them all-nighters, going to bed at, like, 2, 3. And then before you know <laughs> it, my body clock, like, reset. And now I'm waking up at, like, 10, 11. Sometimes I'll wake up at like nine ish and I won't even feel tired, but like I don't, I just don't want to get out of bed. So I'll go back to sleep and I'll wake up again and it's like, what? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. that wasn't supposed to happen. What's the longest you've been up? To, up uh, have you been up full on 24 hours? Oh, yeah, a lot of times. God. Have you? <laughs> The closest I made it was like I woke up at nine and then I stayed up mm. to like seven. Whoa, close. Oh no, I've yeah. gone twenty-four hours without sleep a lot, especially uh in the summers, like I said with my tablet. Sometimes, you know, I'd be working on it so late. Like sometimes when I get really into a drawing, I won't even like everything else is blocked out. Like, you know, I won't even realize if I'm tired or I'm hungry or I need to pee or something. It just it blocks out everything. <laughs> And so, you know, sometimes it'll get so late. It'll be like 7, 8, and, like, you know, my parents will be waking up. And, you know, I can't just tell them I stayed up the whole night because then they'd be like, you shouldn't do that. And, you know, I don't want to hear that so early in the morning. So I'll just get up and I'll be like, oh, I just woke up early. <laughs> and yeah, then I won't go to sleep the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah. So that's usually, yeah, I pulled multiple all-dayers, all-nighters. <laughs> 24 hours? 24 hours. I've stayed awake for more than 24 hours a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. So, I'll try, I have a like, question for you, though. Oh, okay, yeah. Go ahead. So, for these podcasts, like, you know, you invite all these different people. Once you invite these different people, do you have, like, specific questions you want to ask to them specifically? Mm, sometimes. It depends on, like, who I'm asking. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, last episode, I had Karen over, and, like, we, we were uh, in elementary together. So I asked mm -hmm. her about, like, uh, I don't know if you did this, uh, but AR, because uh, mm -hmm. she she was in my school, and we did, we were really focused on, like, reading and all that. But, mm -hmm. like, yeah, it's just, it's just uh, whatever question comes up <laughs> when I, when I oh, can okay. uh, run up. You freestyling it? Yeah. It's supposed to be like a regular right. conversation. Just, you All know. right, I can get behind that. I listened to some of your other episodes, like the ones with Jalen and the ones with um, Joshua. Mm -hmm. And they were pretty entertaining. I had to kind of like speed them up a little, but that's just because I don't have a good attention span. Like, you that's know, fair. even with normal things, I have to speed them up. Like commentary videos, you know? I have to like watch them on two times speed because if not, I'll get bored. <laughs> so I watched them and they were pretty entertaining. I liked them. I always told you that you had like the voice of a radio show host. So it's cool to see you <laughs> going to podcasts. Yeah. I, I, uh, that, that's, that's a little like seed that was planted in the back <laughs> of my head. And then I got into podcasts and then I'm like, hmm, uh -huh. maybe I could do something. 
Yeah, because in history, you know, we'd always stay behind and we'd have the discussions and stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, your voice is your voice was always so animated. And I'd always tell you, I'm like, <laughs> you know, you'd be you sound like a 50s like radio show host. Or like you could be like a radio host or something like that. And so I saw Thank that you. you came out with a podcast and I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. But no, thank you. I appreciate that. I can definitely very much. see you going places with this. It's really cool. I hope I can like have, have a grow <laughs> doing like college or something. Because mm-hmm. like in order to monetize it, I need like at least one thousand people to listen to uh, the ad portion to actually mm-hmm. get the money. So hopefully, a thousand people uh, <laughs> listen to this eventually. I told some of my friends that don't go to East that I would be on a podcast, and they seemed really interested, so maybe you'll get a few extra listeners this week. Ah, good. Thank you. If y'all Thank are listening to this, hi. <laughs> Hello. I was going to say something, then I remembered I had to keep it PG-13. <laughs> uh, but uh, what, what movies, or have you been watching anything? Shows, movies? videos youtube i got into the podcast heavyweight and i've watched Mm. almost all the episodes (laughs) i don't know if you've heard it but i think it's pretty cool it basically goes through like um people's like a problem that people had in the past and you know they still can't shake it off as adults so they go to the dude that runs this podcast and they go back and they try to solve that problem or revisit it or, like, you know, come to a conclusion with it. Hmm. That's interesting. And, uh, yeah, I listen to it sometimes when I draw because sometimes, like, you know, you know when you get into those moods where, like, you know, no music sounds good? Yeah, or, like, music will distract you too much. Yeah, something. so I, I put that on and I've watched almost all the episodes. And that's what I've been into recently. As for movies like i said i have a really short attention span so i don't really watch movies <laughs> and as for shows mm, no not really i'm just waiting for new season no that's a lie i watched season <laughs> two of the umbrella academy when it came out ah. yeah. and then i watched killing eve and that's what i've watched over quarantine Is that a new show that came out on netflix or something Killing Eve. I think I watched Killing Eve on Hulu, and I don't think it's, like, new-new. I think it came out, like, a year or two ago. But Mm, I have barely watched it. And they didn't have all the seasons on it, so, like, I'm still waiting for them to put up the other season that I didn't get to watch. Uh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, no. When when you said uh, you won't watch the Lazies in the Umbrella Academy, I'm like, God, I gotta watch that, too. (laughs) Oh, you gotta. If you... Have you watched the first season? No, I, I, I've heard good stuff about it, though. Oh, I was going to say, you know, usually it's kind of hard to top the first season because, like, you know, it's, like, fresh. It's, like, when all the good stuff comes out. But honestly, mm. I think it topped the first season. That's good to hear. So I definitely recommend it. Oh, yeah. it's, it kept me entertained. And the episodes are, like, if I remember correctly, like, 40, 50 minutes long. So for something yeah. to keep me entertained that long, it's good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no. I always 
at least here, or that came out like in August or something like that. But I heard that it was like really good, and like it was superhero sort of, like X Men sort of, because they all mm-hmm. had different powers or something. So I was like, yeah. You kind of cutting out a little bit, by the way. Oh, sorry. It's fine. Yeah, that, that I just thought sometimes. I'd let you know. Okay, thank you. No problem. But yeah, uh, you got Disney, right? Mm-mm. Or no? No. No, I have Netflix and I got Hulu, and that's about it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. No, I was gonna. I've never really been a Disney kid, honestly. Really. Yeah, shocking. Yeah, I know. I've never really been a Disney kid, though. I've always been more of a Nickelodeon kid. That's fair. That's fair. I didn't really like like... Disney a lot growing up because Disney was like a lot of like, you know, like real life shows. And I liked the animated stuff more when I was little because, you know, I was a little kid. Mm, That's fair. So Nickelodeon was where it's at. But like when I got cable taken away, Cuba was where it was at. Mm, okay, so let me ask you this. Are you a PBS kid or a QO kid? Cubo. Cubo all the way. Shame. No, Cubo had the good stuff. PBS taught you stuff. Taught you I math. Know. Taught you dinosaurs. The Cubo was where it was at. Cubo had Willow's Wildlife. And I forgot the name. I forgot the show, but like Pearly something. It had a cool. bunch of other shows that I'm not remembering because my mind blanks, but Cuba was where it was at, and I will stand with this. <laughs> yeah. Now, Cuba, it was entertaining at times. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I feel like I always watched Cuba when it was at night. Mm-hmm. So I was always like, mm, slow. My brain was slowing down. What Didn't Cuba play like He-Man at night? Yes. Very, I remember He-Man used night. to scare me too. I didn't like He-Man <laughs> either, because of that like Skeletor dude. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, some of the weirdest shows I was scared of as a kid were um, what's it called? The Care Bears. Care Bears. And that sounds really weird, but search up like the villain later, like the villain, and he's a lot scarier than like you would remember, or maybe it's just me. But, like, the villain was really scary to me as a kid. I didn't even realize there was a villain. Yeah, there was a villain, and that's why I was so scared of it. He was, like, this little... He was, like, a Grim Reaper kind of dude. <laughs> it was the so... Care Bears... Scooby-Doo, like I said. Mm-hmm. What else? I remember I was scared of a lot of other things. I couldn't watch The Nightmare Before Christmas, but, like, I think that one's a little more understandable. Yeah. And what else? There was more, but that's what I'm thinking of right now. It's not a show, but Thriller. Thriller used to scare the hell out of me. Like the song Thriller. Uh, Like the music video for it. That scared the crap out of me. When I was younger, I, I shared like a bedroom with my parents, me and my older sister did. And we had bunk beds and I slept on the top bunk and we were right by the door, right? And the night after, mm-hmm. like the night that I saw it, I was like just sitting on the top bunk and staring at the door, and like <laughs> praying that nothing came through it. I remember that so vividly. 
So uh, you're you're scared <laughs> Michael Jackson was gonna come in with bright red suit. He was he was gonna come in and start performing Thriller. I was terrified. Uh, yeah, no. I remember I I either heard the song or saw the video at like some party like mm-hmm. years ago. I think it was when like he died, which I still mm-hmm. can't believe he died in 2009. For me, he his music in 2009. And, yeah, like it it was like in the in 2000s. Why did I think he died in the 1990s? Exactly. <laughs> That don't sound yeah. right. <laughs> music is like so nineties, eighties ish, but he was alive in like the two thousands. Nah, like, that don't sound say- right. <laughs> search it up. I'll search it up later, but that doesn't sound right. Yeah, and like, uh, speaking of like stuff like that, uh, Rosa Parks also died in like two thousand ten or something like that. Really? Yeah. Oh, that was something I that, I know that time is uh, weird. Mm-hmm. Very weird. Jesus. Especially this. Yeah, thriller. That was I. I remember that so vividly. Anytime I hear the song Thriller, that's all I can think about. <laughs> You're just back in, in your bunk bed. I'm just back in my parents' room in my top bunk bed, just like staring at the door. But since it's Halloween and since this episode will be coming out on the 30th, what are some, like, weird fears that you have? Or, like, you know, some, like, everyday fears that you have? Okay, so, like, the thing is, I'm not afraid of the dark, technically, Mm -hmm. but I don't like being in the dark. Yeah. (laughs) Like, uh... Like two years ago, I went to my uh, sister's elementary haunted house, and they block all the windows so that way no light comes in and everything. Mm. But it was dark, dark, so I'm like, mm, okay, I don't like this. So I had to like put my hand out, walk <laughs> very slowly. I'm like, I don't like what I'm doing right now. <laughs> it's uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, uh, never been really scared of spiders. Uh, spiders. They're 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 not they're annoying whenever like you just like see them crawling on you. You just like want to flick them off, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. no, no other fears really, other than like I I don't okay. want to like not know where I'm going. I ask you this question because I have this really specific fear. So I have two dogs, right? Okay. Uh. I have two dogs, and, you know, whenever we're not downstairs, we have to put them in kennels because one of them, like, will sleep on the sofa and get on everything, and the other one, he's a new dog, so, like, he's not potty trained yet, so we don't want him peeing all over the house. Mm. And so, you know, when everyone goes upstairs, we have to put them in their kennels, and, you know, I really don't like putting them in their kennels for long, so usually I'll stay downstairs till, like, 12, 1-ish, Oh, I'm sleepy, sorry. I'll stay downstairs till like 12 or 1-ish. And, you know, my other dog, she knows how to go to the bathroom outside. So when she wants to go outside, she'll just stand by the door. And, you know, I'm always, like, terrified. This is a really weird fear. I'm always terrified of, like, opening the door and having someone just, like, standing there. Oh, for sure, fear I have, too. 
I'm terrified of that because sometimes like my dog, she's, she's a little terrier. So like, you know, the dogs that are loud and for no reason. So, you know, most of the time I know it's because she'll hear the dogs next door barking. And so that's why she'll start barking like crazy and want to go outside. But like, I'm always like, what if she's barking? Cause there's a dude outside and I'm going to open the door and I'm just going to get murdered. <laughs> That's, that's something that's really fair. weird. That's fair. Sometimes when I'm like, home alone, I definitely think like that. Like, like I'm in my room, and then I'm like, mm, I hope there's nobody behind this door. <laughs> I hope there's no one here to snipe me. Yeah. So, like, whenever I open the door, I never open it all the way. I only kind of, like, crack it just enough for my dog to get out, and then I shut it really quick. <laughs> Make sure nobody. The other day, I scared myself because I was going up the stairs, and I was listening to that podcast heavyweight that I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. And you know, um, I was going up the stairs, and my stairs, like you can either turn on the light upstairs or downstairs. You can't turn them off, like from the other spot. So I have to mm-hmm. just go up the stairs with the lights turned off. And, you know, the podcast, I guess it went into, like, a break or something, and I started hearing, like, nursery music. Uh, Like, it was like a dee-dee. You know, like, the weird music they play in horror movies? Yeah. While I was going up the stairs. So, like, uh, I freaked out. I, like, darted up the stairs, and I ran into my room, and I shut the door, and my room is right next to the stairs. And so I was still hearing it whenever I shut the door. (laughs) So I like, like I oh, freaked God, already... out and then the podcast voice came back on and the music and like it stopped and I was like what the hell? Oh god. Yeah, I've scared myself too. I think I said in the Joshua episode but like uh I I was going to go outside my, my room and like last minute as I was opening the door I'm like Oh god, there's gonna be somebody outside here, and I like legit jump like somebody scared me. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, like I said, having dogs, you know, she will like she'll just start barking at anything. Like she'll sometimes like start barking at the window. Like we have this one really big window, and, like we have curtains for it, but like you know, sometimes you if it moves a little bit, you can still peek through a little bit. She'll just start barking like crazy, and I'm like, "Can you please stop? You're scaring me." <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Especially like, um, it's 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 annoying whenever like the dogs are just barking, and it's a like a specific location they don't stop like looking away from there. Yeah, I'm like, I'm gonna put you in your kennel, and I'm gonna go upstairs because you're scaring me. They're like, um, I listened to your episode with Joshua, like I said, in that story that he said, uh, the story that he told about, like, uh, I think it was, like, set in Japan or something. Yeah, like a Japan Slenderman, something. Yeah, I, like, when I was going to bed, my, the way my room is set up, I'm in my room right now, I'm at my desk, and across from me is my bed, and my bed is in the corner of the room, and my, my room isn't, like, a square, it's, like, a rectangle, and it's mm. long instead of wide. <laughs> mm. So, like, I sleep with my back facing one wall, and it's just, like, a huge space to the other wall. And so, you know, as I was going to bed, I was thinking about it. And I was facing the wall, and I was like, what if it's just behind me <laughs> right now? 
Like, what if the thing from Joshua's story just like manifested behind me and I was like, let me turn around. And so that night I slept like straight. Like I slept with my back to the bed and like facing up because I was like, no one's going to get me. <laughs> He's not going to catch me slipping. Uh, but yeah, the, the mind, it always tricks you. It does. Especially, I'm like, why are you doing this to yourself? You did this to yourself. Like, why are you scared of this? You know, it's not real. Why are you exactly? And that that's what like annoys me because like I feel so like dumb for like giving into it because like I know it's not real. Like obviously it's not real. Like there's not going to be a slender man behind me while I'm sleeping. But like I always give into it. And I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I got. I remember, like, one time uh, in Mexico, because in Mexico, I always see movies, and they're always, like, stuck in my head for some reason. <laughs> for some reason, they're always, in, like, I never forget the movies. Now, I I haven't seen any movies about her in Mexico, but I have seen, like, they have a straight-up, like, horror show <laughs> late at night. Jesus, that's so scary. Uh, yeah, but, like, one of the movies I saw, I, I don't know what it's called. I never figured it out. But it's a movie where, like, for some reason, if you have something that, like, reflects, reflects like, a, a mirror or something, there's something moving in the mirror or something like that. Don't so play at with some me, point, Jose. There's a mirror right in front of me. <laughs> it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's just so free. Okay. But, like, but, like uh, eventually, like, they they the family gets all scared and everything and they start like blacking out all the windows and stuff like that. So that sounds like familiar. That's always, yeah, that's always been a thing. Like now, I'm sometimes when I'm like, hmm, mirrors, and then I think like, oh yeah, there was that one movie about that weird thing that happened. Okay, so speaking of like you said like covering up windows and stuff like that, and it reminded me. Um, I didn't get my own room until like a year ago and, um, my dad built it. Like he built it by himself. He built like an extra layer to the house so I could have my room. Oh, wow. And so, you know, everything was made like fresh. And so like, you know, I wanted to move up. I wanted to move into the room as quickly as possible because I shared a tiny little room with my other sister like, we both had, I don't know what the correct word for it, like, twin beds, but, like, the small one-person beds. Yeah. We each had one, and we had them in the corner of the room, and you barely had enough room to, like, walk in the middle of our beds. <laughs> and, like, yeah, no. like, the door, and that was all the space that we had. So I wanted to move into the new room as quickly as possible. And so, you know, the first few days, I didn't have any curtains, all I had was, like, the mattress on the floor. Mm. And so, you know, that's how I slept for the first few days. And I'm on the second floor, so, like, this shouldn't have scared me as much as it did. But, like, every day, like, around 10 o'clock, I'd just be chilling in my room, and all I could hear is... <laughs> on the window. Oh, God. That's all I would hear. And I would hear it. It would, like, go... <laughs> and then it would stop. And then maybe, like, a minute later... And that would go on for like 10 minutes and it was just like continuous it would happen every day 10 o'clock boom, 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 just like at my window and I was always so confused because I was like well like someone's not gonna murder me because I'm on the second floor 
So, like, mm-hmm. I've never gotten past that. I have curtains now, thankfully. I, like, begged my mom to get me curtains first <laughs> thing that we could because that freaked me out so much. But it was so weird. I've never gotten over that. Like, any time that I, like, hear of, like, uncovered windows and stuff like that, I was just, like, I can never figure out what that tapping was because it was always so consistent. And, you know, I know it wasn't wind because it was the summer, and, you know, we don't get anything here in the summer. Yeah. So, I don't know, I'm staring at my windows right now. (laughs) You just Just see a handprint. (laughs) Oh, my God, stop it. Uh, it's like and my bed is right up to the windows too so like you know my feet are at one window like right next to one window and then my head is right next to another window and so you know i'd just be chilling i'd be doing my own stuff and then and so i don't know i've never gotten over that anytime someone asks for like scary stories or just something weird that happens i always bring that up just because, like, it's so odd. Because what could have, what could have it had, what could it have been? <laughs> I think my neighbors were playing some elaborate prank on me. It's possible, <laughs> or or your sisters or siblings. My sister or siblings, they can't reach the second window. Yeah, because it was like a brand new room. I didn't have anything in here other than a mattress, and like I said, the room's really long, so I have a lot of space in here. And okay. I would just like, oh, it was so scary. And since it was so empty, it would echo. Mm. And so eventually, until we got curtains, I would just stop going in here at 10. Uh, that, that's pretty, like, <laughs> scary. That's, that's so creepy. I know. Imagine me. I slept in that room. You're still sleeping in that room. I'm still sleeping in that room. The demons can't uh, get me. I don't believe in them. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. Ah! <laughs> and the second something slightly scary happens, I'll be like, ah, sorry. I know, it's always weird because, like, um, you know, I'm atheist, so I really don't believe in any of that stuff. But then, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm always like, I think there's a demon outside my door. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. It's a uh, weird mix. Like... Like, I don't believe in it, so it can't hurt me. And also, what if it's going to hurt you because you don't believe in it? <laughs> yeah, that's true. And there's always like that fear of like, what if there is a thing that does do that? I know. Yeah. I'll be like, I just, I'll be like, I just want to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> just let me sleep. It's all I have. Just let me sleep. I ain't do nothing. <laughs> Uh, yeah so since you have a scary story let me let me ask you this and i'm just honestly curious because uh, i was thinking about this like through the week but uh, mm. you ever had like weird like vivid dreams or nightmares or something this is i think an you? interesting question for me uh because as you know i'm diagnosed with like general anxiety disorder and one of the weird side effects that honestly I don't think anyone really knows about, I didn't even know it was a side effect of anxiety until, like, you know, I talked to someone about it. But because of my anxiety, almost every night I have nightmares. Oh. Like, almost every single night I will have a nightmare. The only thing that differs in the nightmare is or how vivid or how, like, 
um, like tame they are. Mm, okay. So yeah, I have nightmares almost every night, and usually my nightmares are kind of like what I did before bed, but in a weird, like really twisted way. So, mm, okay. <laughs> and you know, combine this with the fact that I do Orbit Tober almost every night before I go to bed, it's a recipe for disaster. <laughs> <laughs> you're just drawing like a murder scene <laughs> or something like that but the weird thing within all these dreams is that I always know I'm in a dream like you yeah. know like I can't exactly control what I do in the dreams like I know I you know because usually when you lose a dream you can control what you do I can't exactly control what I do, but like if it gets to a point where the dream is getting really bad, I can force myself to wake up. Mm, okay. So last night was an example of like a really, really, really bad vivid nightmare. Cause you know, <laughs> I drew that really weird piece that I did last night. And then I was playing uh, like a zombie apocalypse game, like right before I went to bed. Mm-hmm. And so I went to bed and I had this really, really bad nightmare. I don't remember what it was about, but I remember that it was bad. And, you know, I think I was, in the end, I was getting chased by something and I was getting cornered and I was about to die. And I was like, okay, remember, you're in a dream. And I just, I forced myself to wake up before I got caught. <laughs> and, you know, you'd think, well, why don't you just wake yourself up right before, like, right when the nightmare starts? Well, I'd be waking myself up at like three in the morning and I might have had to keep waking myself up throughout the night. Uh, yeah. But what's also weird about these dreams is like sometimes they get so vivid that like they will affect me physically. So I think once I had a nightmare that like I was being like strangled and I woke up and I was like gasping for breath. I was like, I was like hyperventilating. My throat like hurt. I was like, what the hell? I was like, was someone actually strangling me when I was asleep? What is going on? You just find your hand near, near your head and you're like, oh, yeah. thank God. You don't, don't even like, think about that. Yeah, because um, like I said, it's just, I have nightmares almost every night. It just depends on how vivid they are. And so it's, my dreams are really odd, I think. They're very interesting to talk about. Like, especially in the experiences that I have. Because it's mm-hmm. so weird. Like, I can't control what I do. But the entire time, I, I do know it's a dream. And I'll just be like, okay, when it gets too bad, I'll wake myself up. <laughs> That's fair. So, that, dreams that, are always an odd thing. Hmm? Yeah, they're very strange. I'm glad I asked you that question, because I did not know that. Yeah, about... and... I don't know if it's for everyone. I think it's just, you know, in my particular case. And usually how vivid they are is tied to how stressed I am. That makes sense, yeah. So, like, if I'm really stressed, I'll have really bad ones. Last night I wasn't that stressed, though. So, like, what's up? <laughs> but <laughs> I'm yeah. not panicking. I, like, I, I was having a good day. What was going on with that? Uh, but yeah. yeah, they are really weird. It is something that I think is very interesting about myself that I talk about a lot. Mm. Because, you know, even when I first started talking about this, you know, I go see a therapist for my problems. And even when I was first telling her about this, she was like, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's very strange. You might have a like, demon connected to you. <laughs> no, oh my 
my god <laughs> i've had i've had these dreams since i was little right i've always had them oh, because no. i've i've had anxiety since i was very very little you know i just didn't get it diagnosed until i was like in seventh eighth grade so I've had these dreams since I was little, and when I first started getting them, you know, I was like six, seven, so I was obviously very scared, and I would tell my mom about, you know, these really weird dreams, and she told my grandma, my grandma, the most religious Christian person in the world, and she told me to go get blessed by a pastor. So my uh, church, her church, every Sunday, they'll like, you know, bring people up to the front and they'll pray over them if they're having a hard time in life. And then, you know, they'll, they'll do the whole preach thing. I don't know. I'm, I'm not into church, but they'll do the whole thing. Right. Yeah. The and, sermon and everything. Yeah, yeah. My mom, I was like, I don't want to do this, but <laughs> no, my grandma took me to church and she made me get up and go in front of everyone and like, you know, kneel before the pastor and everything. And I just kind of like. I was just kind of stood there while everyone like prayed over me and I was like I don't think this is gonna make it go away now I'm just kind of embarrassed uh, my grandma was like there are evil spirits messing with your body and I was like oh no that sounds scary uh, so God. when you said that it immediately brought me back I was like no my parents used to think I had a demon <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I just said that because we were talking about that. <laughs> I was like, no, mom, no, dad, I just have a mental disorder. Yeah, God. yeah. Oh, God, I remember that so vividly, too. I remember I had, like, I was just, like, I was just standing there, and everyone was, like, praying in, like, Spanish, and the church was like, leave this little girl alone, and I was like, who are you talking to? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. I was like, they're just weird dreams. Like, I'm a little scared of them at first, but, like, I don't think I'll have to do all this. Oh, God. I had oh, a weird God. childhood. Everybody has their own <laughs> experiences. Everyone has a weird childhood in their own way. And in mm-hmm. mine, it was a lot of cases of, like, you know, my parents just not knowing what the hell mental disorders were. Mm. And so, you know, I grew up most of my life, like, you know, as a kind of, like, little weird kid, because I was really, like, shy, like, shyer than most kids. And, yeah. you know, we could just leave this little girl alone. I was like, are you talking to my grandma? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't want her, I don't want her to leave me. I don't want her to leave. I need you to take me home. Uh. That took me back. <laughs> Does she still sometimes like ask like, did you have these thought nightmares? I I don't think she asks anymore, just because like I don't really talk about it anymore. Now that I know why I have them, you know, nightmares don't really bother me that much. I think maybe once a month I'll have one that really bothers me, but other than that, like I'll just be like, oh, another nightmare. It's kind of like at this point, like I'm playing like a horror RPG game in my sleep. <laughs> That's, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, that's kind of how I put it. It's like, it's so weird, because like, even when I'm asleep, my brain never shuts up. <laughs> I'll, just, yeah. I might, I'll just go on autopilot while I go to sleep, because it's still running. Yeah, that's always annoying sometimes. Like, I, I'm trying to go to sleep, and I'm like, thinking all this stuff, and I'm like, stop thinking, brain, you need to go to sleep now. 
And uh, you know, please. you'd think because I know how my nightmares work that you know they're just really weird versions of what I do before I go to bed. You'd think that I'd avoid doing really weird things before bed. <laughs> but no, like I said, I do all my drawings at night. Creepy or not, I do them all at night. I do them all at night. I'll watch like TV shows right before I go to bed. Like I'll play games right before. You've played Among Us, right? Yeah, I played Among Us. Did you have a nightmare about Among Us? I have. I've had multiple nightmares about Among Us because oh, I no. play it before I go to bed. You know, I used to like uh... FaceTime one of my friends from middle school and we would play it and then I'd be like, oh, I'm tired, I'll go to bed. And suddenly, you know, my mind is just like a movie screen theater and it's like, there's an imposter Among Us. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh no, I'm dreaming about this. Why they oh have to be this? Damn it! <laughs> uh, so you ever like, had nightmares about nice like... things? Yeah, yeah. About uh, like what? <laughs> oh, sorry, uh, but have you ever had like nightmares about like homework or something? Like you, you're doing it late at night and then you just go to sleep. I don't know if I'd consider them nightmares, but they're definitely not pleasant situations to be in. Like, I'll have a dream that, like, I don't do my homework or something, and I'll check my grades, and I'll have, like, a zero in the class, and then, you know, suddenly my GPA is a zero, and I can't go to college. <laughs> it's like, that kind of thing. And then I'll wake up, and I'll be like, I need to check my grade, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it couldn't have been real. I was like, I need, I need to double check. I need a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have moments like that, too, where, like, I, I have a very vivid dream that sometimes I wake up, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I have to do that, or, like, I already did that, and then I'm like, wait, no, I didn't. I think that was a dream. Have you ever had dreams where, like, you've gone to, like, you lived out your entire school day, and, like, your mom, wait, and then your mom, like, wakes you up, and they're like, time to go to school, and I'm like, what do you mean time to go to school? I just came from school. <laughs> No, but I feel like I, I had some school experiences. My my dreams are weird. <laughs> and I don't even remember most of them. I think I remember yeah. mine for like maybe within the first hour that I wake up, but like since they're mostly nightmares, I don't like put effort into retaining them. Mm, okay. I'm just like, yeah, just just go away, please. <laughs> I would say, like, ride, have a little, like, dream diary of your nightmares just to show everybody, like, I could look, write this a what... novel off of the nightmares that I've had. It, it'd be a good, uh, like, horror series. Yeah, I could have, like, my own little show about the nightmares that I have. They're so odd. Like, my brain can twist literally anything. Like, sometimes, usually I'll do, like, my nighttime routine before I start drawing and stuff like that. So, like, you know, I'll shower and I'll, like, you know, dry my hair and I'll do the wash my face. Yeah. And stuff like that. And so, you know, you'd think that's really hard to twist into a nightmare, right? Like, what are you going to do? Like, suffocate in the sink? But no, even that, my brain manages to twist. I feel like I'm in an episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> or Black Mirror, is that what it's called? The show? Yeah, I think Black Mirror. I feel like I'm in an episode of Black Mirror. Like, sometimes I'll have a dream where I'm like, oh, I finished washing my face and stuff like that. And there's, like, um, a mirror over my sink. 
And so I look up, bam, demon in the sink behind me. <laughs> demon in like the mirror. And boom, I'm dead. Oh, damn. So, oh, yeah, like God. I said, they don't really affect me that much. There's in some instances where they like do affect me, but like I said, I could write a novel off of this stuff. Hey, that's something you can do <laughs> like when you're in college or starting right now. Mm. Just keep track of them. Yeah, and like you'd think as someone who's like such a wussy, like as someone that's so scared of everything that like, you know, these nightmares would have me not wanting to go to bed, but I'd just be like, all right, let's see what the scenario is tonight. <laughs> like, I'd probably all right. have some kind of horror movie. I'd probably have my own little mini horror movie about this podcast. <laughs> like, oh God, he's coming out of the phone. <laughs> <laughs> he's coming out of the phone. <laughs> that, all I hear is his voice. His 50, his 50 radio show voice. Or something. I can probably predict what the dream for tonight will be. If it's about this podcast, I'm home alone by myself right now. I'm in my room. I'm home alone. I'm in my room. My dogs are downstairs doing their own thing. And did I put them in their kennels? I don't know, but they're downstairs. <laughs> they're doing this on their own thing because they're not allowed upstairs. But, you know, I can already tell what's going to be. I'm going to be doing this podcast and something's going to start creaking my door open. And then it's just going to evolve from there. I can already predict the, the motion of these things. <laughs> Hey, and then send, send, send me a message for whatever you If I have happens. one, I'll update you in the morning. But right. I can already predict, and at the end of it, you're just going to be like, hello? And that's how the dream's going to end. <laughs> like, nope, I don't want to deal with Jose anymore. <laughs> like, nope. Jose is fine. Demon Jose in my not, in my dreams? Mm, nah. I'm going to block you on Instagram in the morning. <laughs> I don't need none of that. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I don't... The only, like, nightmarish... I, I got, like, two nightmarish things I can remember. One mm. was, like, during Hurricane Ike when that hit. Mm-hmm. All I remember was, like, I was dreaming, like, we were hiding from this monster inside uh, our apartment. <laughs> Mm. And like, it was like a Godzilla monster or some King Kong thing, and mm. then like all of a sudden, and like I remember or a T Rex or something like that, and like I remember like the roof was chopped down, like there was only like a little piece of the wall left over or something like that, and we were like hiding from this thing, and like I could in my dream it was like third perspective or like in a movie, like mm. I could see like it, there, everything was destroyed outside, and then I wake up like I remember like. Uh, the the monster like grabbing my mom or dad or some or me or something like that, and then I wake up and then go outside and see like oh god there's trees everywhere like falling down. It's always and, so weird. Like it's always so weird how you know not just for me although you know it's a lot more vivid for me but like you know just with a lot of people dreams kind of reflect what's happening. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of weird. I remember once. <laughs> This was something entirely different. It wasn't even the dream affecting me, but, like, the other way around. I remember once I had a dream that I was, like, drowning, and I woke up, and, like, my face was buried head first in the blankets, and that's why I couldn't breathe. And so I started having a dream about drowning, and I woke up, and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. 
Dreams, I think, are really interesting. Like, when you go into them. They are. Because it, it's like, your, your mind, when you're conscious, when you're awake, it's like, it's not focused on imagination. It's like on the now, on the physical things and everything. But when you're mm-hmm. asleep, it's like, okay, I don't got to think about that. Because that's, uh, that's uh, in like, it's Let me go off. on creative mode. Yeah, basically, honestly. <laughs> Let me go on creative mode. Let me see what I can build or make or whatever. Hmm. Yeah, and like the second thing I kind of remember, but it isn't technically a nightmare. Uh, it's something that I like. I saw this. Uh, I saw this tweet like months or like a whole year after uh, it happened to me. Mm-hmm. But like I saw a tweet that said, "Like, have any of you experienced uh, uh, exploding head syndrome?" Or exploding head, something. Or it, it's something like exploding head, I've and like, that, and yeah. then like, I go down in the comments and it like it explains it. And basically, exploding head syndrome is like a thing. Like you're asleep, or you're and you're like, or you're going to sleep, or you're waking up, or something like that. And like for some at some point, like you just hear this really loud sound, and then you wake up. Oh my god, like, I've done that before. Yeah, and like. That happened, like, last year, and, like, I was just sleeping nicely, and I'm not sure if you can hear right now, but there's a train uh, near our apartment, so we always hear it. We always Mm -hmm. fall asleep nicely, even if it's honking during the night, but, like, I I was just falling asleep, and then I, in my dream, I'm, like, on the railroad or something like that, and then I just hear, "Mm," like, a big old honk sound, and I'm, like, what's that? What's that noise? And I just see a big flash of light, and then I just wake up like, what the heck yeah. was that noise? I swear, I, I remember hearing the noise. Like, I woke I, up, and, like, there was I no know. noise. I've done that before, and, like, your, like, heart rate goes up and everything. Like, you get all panicked. Oh, yeah. For I've sure. definitely done that before, but for me, a lot of the times, it's, like, something falling. Mm, okay. It's, like, a... And that's what the noise will be, but, like, really loud. And, you know, I have, like, a shelf, and I have a bunch of stuff on it. So I always think it's something from there that's falling. And so, you know, when I hear the noise, I'll get up, and I'll go check on my shelf, and everything will be there. So I'll just be like, hmm. Okay. Yeah, no. Because just waking up from that is, like, the most, like, what what the hell was that thing? Especially I if you experience so it like- only once. It's like, whoosh. Like, you get, like, an adrenaline rush, like, right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially for, like, my dream, because, like, I was in front of the train, and I'm like, I can't move. <laughs> it's just coming at me, and I hear this train. Get out the way, Jose! Get out! Uh, yeah. Yeah, just woke up, and I'm like, what was that sound? Was it a car? <laughs> was it a train? Was there a train passing by? And I just... It stopped honking as soon as I woke up or something. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the most annoying thing. Like, because I, re- I remember, like, hearing a noise, but I just couldn't, like, find out what that noise was. And it, like, bothers you the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I remember I, I was, like, I was going to turn on my phone, but then, like, it's, it's, it's probably, like, 12 or 2 by now. I'm not going to even bother mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I'll say something <laughs> to finish to wrap this section up. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, anything else? Anything else to say? Uh, 
Uh, I don't think so. No. To dream me, can you please stop fucking around in there? I'm trying to go to bed. All right, that's your one F-bomb. No more. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, fine. it's fine. I forgot I could curse. Hey, you used it. Just don't don't use it again. Okay. Bleep me out if I use it again, because I can't promise I won't do it again. I'll try to bleep you out. I'll, I'll cut it out of the, of, the, of the thing. It's just like a weird silence in the middle of my sentence. No, it's just going to be like you saying something, and it's going to be like uh, in, in like movies where they like, they beep it out and just hear the, the beginning part and like the end mm. part. Like you're just like, fucking. Yeah. Like, that's, all, that's all you hear. Got it. Uh, you, you were talking about your dogs. That that reminded me that you, did you work? Did you volunteer internship at the SCPA? Uh, I volunteered at the SPCA, yeah, to get my 100 SPCA. hours for school. Mm, okay. I should be getting paid for the amount of work I do there, but that's a different story because I signed up to do that. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't no. mind working there, honestly. I mean, it seems <laughs> you're already used to it. The only problem you have is sort of big dogs. Uh, yeah, I don't work with the big dogs. I work with the smaller dogs because I'm so weak. I will get dragged immediately. You know, even Iris. Iris works with me. Or she used to work in the big dogs, and then she transferred over, and now she volunteers with me. You know, Iris, she's pretty strong, and even she would get, like, dragged by the big dog. So I was like, nah, I'm not doing that. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. You got any wild stories from the SPCA? Um, I have a scar on my leg because I don't know how I can explain the layout to you. But basically, they have, like, kennels, but they're not, like, kennels. They're kind of, like, they're, like, think of them as, like, little rooms, as, like, little rooms, just, like, in a big room. One little room and a bunch of big rooms. That's what it is. And then there's these big play areas that's just kind of, like, a corner that's fenced off. So, like, you know, um, dogs under six months, they can't go, like, for their walk. So you have to, like, if you want to, like, take them to get active, you take them to the playroom. Or, like, if a couple wants to meet with a dog, you can take them to the playroom so, like, you know, they can get to meet the dog more. Mm-hmm. And I remember there was this lab, and it was already kind of big because it was a lab, but it was under six months, so I couldn't take it outside. And I brought it into the playroom, and, you know, it, the dog was so chill at first. That's why I felt comfortable taking it out. And then, you know, I reached down to grab, like, a ball, and the dog just started, like, attacking me. <laughs> Like, I don't think the dog meant it with, like, malintentions. I think the dog was playing, but, like, he didn't know how strong he was. So, like, it really hurt. Like, you know, I think he was just playing, but he, like, bit my knee. He bit into it, and he started yanking at it. And, you know, the SPCA is in a really nice area, you know people expect it to be really nice and so you know usually you know if with my pets my pets are really rough too so like you know you you have to be kind of rough with animals sometimes especially when they don't know how strong they are you just kind of be like hey stop it and you have to kind of like move them but because you know i have to uphold the like the what's it called the like atmosphere like the reputation the reputation of the place like, you know, yeah, I can be like, sure. don't, don't get off and like throw it off, like, <laughs> push it off. So like, I just kind of had to try and like coax it off, but the dog wouldn't listen. 
And so the dog would like jump on me and it was like biting my knee. And then when I finally got it off my knee, it would start nipping at like my thighs and my legs. <laughs> and the dog was really, really rough. And I had to get another volunteer to come help me. This was before like I even had Iris working with me, so I couldn't even have her help me. And I had to get yeah, like okay. another volunteer to come and like get it off of me because I couldn't get it off like without being having to be rough with it. And I couldn't because the shelter was packed. There were so many people there. And so the dog freaking tore up my leg, basically. And I didn't check. Like, if you get bit, you're supposed to tell them. So, like, you know, the dogs there rabies. don't have rabies. Especially, I don't sue me. <laughs> I'm not putting out false information or anything. Like, the dogs there don't okay. have rabies, but you're still supposed to, like, you know, tell them if you get bitten just in case anything happens. But, yeah. you know, I An work, infection. like, these four-hour shifts. And there was no one else there with me, and the shelter was packed. So I was like, you know what? It's probably fine. I'm not going to check anything. I'm just going to keep going through my shift. And so I went through the rest of my four-hour shift with my leg messed up. And I got home, and, like, I changed because I always changed because I smell like dog piss. That's fair. And so I changed out, and, like, I looked at my leg, and there was a big old bruise on my knee. There was multiple, like, puncture wounds, like, in my thigh and a bunch of scratch marks on my leg. And I was like, oh, crap, that doesn't look good. (laughs) (laughs) And so that's one story. I think all the other stories I have are, like, whenever we get, like, a litter of puppies, uh, they'll keep them all in the same kennel because they're pretty big and they can suit a lot of dogs comfortably. And Mm -hmm. so the dogs will pee and they will poo and then the dogs will run around in the pee and the poo and it is our job to go pick up the dog pee and poo and so, you know, I have to go clean it up and I have to get into the kennel to clean it up. So, you know, these dog, these like five little dogs, all with pee poo paws, will jump all <laughs> over you while you're trying to clean. Yeah. Like they make a puddle, they make a puddle of their pee and their poo, and then they run around with it and then they jump all over you. And sometimes you have to like bend down to pick the stuff up. And so, you know, then they'll jump on your face, they'll jump on your chest and stuff like that. And I'm just like, oh my God. God, I should be getting paid for this. Yeah. But I don't know. It's nice working there. It's really rewarding, I think. I think one of my favorite parts is, you know, a dog will come in and it'll come from a bad situation. And, you know, you can just go and you can, like, work with the dog for, like, the whole hour that you're, for the whole, like, you know, however time you're there. You can just, like, work with it, try and, like, coax it to be a little more sociable and then, you know, sometimes dogs will be in there for a long time. Whenever I went, I went every other weekend. And, you know, a really abused dog that was there the last week and will still be there. And, you know, I'll work with it again. And eventually, you know, you get to see the dog get comfortable with you and it'll be sociable. And then it'll get adopted because, you know, it's being more outgoing and it'll get more attention. And that's like, that's really rewarding. Yeah, I can, I can definitely see that. Especially, like, if the family wants a, a, a nice dog and you're like, oh, he, he's a good dog. He doesn't do yeah, many He's things. a good dog. And, you know, you yeah. can always see him and they go home happy. It's always, oh, it's so cute. Especially when, like, little kids come in. Little kids yeah. will come in and they're, like, they'll ask you a thousand questions about the dog. And they'll ask you a thousand questions about, like, you know, what are the dogs doing? What's the dog's name? Do you work here? Like, da-da-da. They'll ask you so many questions. And they'll always be so happy to be at the shelter. And, like, you, they, like, transfer their energy to you. Because they're just they're so happy to be in the shelter surrounded by all the dogs. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Now, what about the cats? The cats, I do not work with the cats. Like, that's another section because you need, like, different training for that. But I do love cats. I thought up until a while ago that I was allergic to them because my mom's allergic and she always said, we can't get cats because we're all allergic. I'm not allergic to cats. I'm just allergic to long-haired animals in general. Uh, So, like, you know, if a cat's not long-haired, I'm not allergic to it. And so I would always, uh, whenever, like, you know, the shelter wasn't that full and, like, it was running slow, I would always drag Iris to, like, the play center for the cats. I would drag her over there because I'd be like, I want to go see the cats. (laughs) Especially black cats. Black cats, I know they're, like, a superstition for a lot of people, but I adore black cats. I think they're the cutest things ever. Definitely, especially with their, like, Bright eyes, especially with the baby ones and everything. Oh my god, they're so cute, yes. Cats don't like yeah. me, though. They love Iris. I, I always tell her this. Whenever we go visit the cats, they'll always be all over her, and they'll never come to me. <laughs> uh, maybe they're afraid of, like, your your hair or something. Why? <laughs> it's too bright. Yeah. Like oh, or, or it's like that, like animal instinct, like red equals blood or something. So they're like, nope, <laughs> not going there. But this would happen before I dyed my hair too, because you're actually not allowed to have dyed hair at the SPCA. And uh, you know, when I was getting it done, I kind of forgot about that. And then I was like, wait a minute. But like, I went in <laughs> anyway, and they didn't tell me anything. So. Speaking of black cats. <laughs> In uh, like my apartments, there's always like a cat. Like you rarely mm-hmm. see dogs, and if you do see the do- dogs, they're like those usually like big stray dogs. Mm-hmm. But you always see stray cats <laughs> everywhere in in the apartment complex here. And mm-hmm. like every every since like October started, like the very first day or like in the first week, uh, I I always go and check the mail because the mail is like on the other side of the complex. And mm-hmm. uh, I walk over there, and like I was just walking, do do do, and then I just see it uh, under a car, like I just see a black cat, like uh, skitter under it. I'm like, oh great, a black cat. Starting off October, great. <laughs> they're so cute. But, yeah, they're they're nice. Yeah. The one thing I do not like about October, though, like I think you've noticed it through my drawings, but I always include black cats in my drawings. And that's not because I think they're creepy. It's just because I think, like, you know, oh, like, October, like, you know, you know, it, it would fit cool. I love black cats, so if I can draw them, why wouldn't I? Yeah. But I think what I don't like about October, since they're so, you know, superstitious, um, I don't know if we still do this, but I think at the SPCA, we used to have to take, because I haven't worked there long. I don't think, I've, I haven't been there for an October since I started working there last August. I have been there for nights over. I'm lying, but I don't know if they still do this. But sometimes them and like other shelters will take black cats off like the shelf, or like they'll take them off the adoption floor because people will come in and adopt black cats just to like you know sacrifice them because it's Halloween and they're seen as like you know these superstitious animals. Yeah, that's that's, that's awful. Stupid. That's really bad, which is why I always try to, like, you know, kind of drive a point home that, like, you know, black cats, they're just animals. Why are you so scared of them? Yeah. 
There's nothing wrong with a black cat. They're like yeah, the cutest it's just thing. A cat. They're cuter than, well, they're close to be as cute as a uh, tabby cat. Mm. I, <laughs> I don't know why, but I just like orange cats. Orange cats are like also the, very cute. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the black black cats are always so nice, I especially know, so just sweet. just their fur. Like in general, if you see like mm-hmm. a, a old black cat, it's just like just seeing the fur, you're like, wow, like it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God damn it, train! Why don't you <laughs> shut up? <laughs> I've been hearing it for a while. I don't know. I know. I live right by factories, and, like, whenever I hear the train, I just, like, pray that, like, okay, so they have sirens, like, these companies have sirens, and I don't know what they're for, but every once in a while, they'll go off, and they'll always go off at night, and it's really scary, because, um, Mm. have you seen that Siren Head video that went around a while ago? No, but I know of Siren Head. Have you, like, heard it at all? Yeah, it's the, like, uh car being broken into and all those other sounds it kind of sounds like all of that but into one cohesive sound it sounds Mm -hmm. either like that or like you know the noise that like movies put in whenever you're being abducted by aliens like the Mm -hmm. those are what the two alarm noises are (laughs) and they always Mm -hmm. scare me because they come out of nowhere so I'm just like praying that they don't turn on right now because there's like no schedule as to when they turn on Mm, okay. But yeah, man. I can still hear the train honking, even <laughs> though he's like gone. I, I th- there's always these like it rarely happened like a couple years mm. ago, but then like all of a sudden like now like usually it just goes uh uh, <laughs> uh. But now like if it's anywhere like longer than five seconds a honk, you're like, what's mm. wrong with you? Are you doing this just to annoy me? I feel like he's doing it on either on purpose or like because there's a, like he's a like oh I'm near Jose Valencia's house. Let me just walk. Yeah, uh, trains I'm not... the mortal enemy of Houstonians. <laughs> yes, very true. And were there like five train tracks? I remember it used to be. Uh, a reasonable excuse for being late. Like, I remember at East used to be the train was in the way. Yeah. Especially because, like, where is it? There's a train. Oh, it's on... Well, they, they built an over-ramp on that. There's another train somewhere else, though. There's a lot of trains, guess... like, right near East, because I pass them every morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I used to pass them every morning. Hmm. What's the thing you miss most about about school? Well, like, friends, obviously. I really, like, you know, just miss that social, like, you know, interaction. For sure. You know, because I get lonely, like, really easily. <laughs> like, okay. if I'm not talking to anyone for, if I, like, um, if I'm, like, alone for, like, more than an hour, I'm, like, mm, give me out, I'm sad. <laughs> That's there. So I think that's yeah. definitely, you know, school was annoying. I hated going to school, but it was always really nice. Like, you know, in the morning, all your friends would slowly come in and you'd slowly, like, you know, get into more conversation and stuff like that. 
Yeah. It's just like a little little things, like you know, just seeing your friends and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. There's no, especially in high school or in middle school too, maybe. But the morning mm-hmm. conversations are always like something that either wakes you up or just like really uh, entrances you, I suppose. Yeah, like you know, everyone's sleepy. You're kind of starting off your day, and you know. It's just, I think I yeah. always really liked morning talks. Like, I always got there early, so because I didn't have a choice, but <laughs> they were always fun. I remember once, um, someone, uh, I came in in the morning, and, you know, there were some new kids at the table where, like, you sat at, and, you know, I wasn't thinking about it, and I came up to you, and I said something like, what's up, loser, or something along those lines. And there was one kid at your table that was like, oh, my God, like, why would you say that? Like, they didn't say it directly. And they approached me later and they were like, you know, I thought you were kind of like, I thought you were kind of rude for that. Like, you know, I thought you were a rude person or something like that when I saw that because like they didn't know I was joking. <laughs> so, like, you know, okay. my brain wasn't like, maybe I shouldn't call Jose as a loser in front of all these people <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Oh, but you know, morning brain. I was like, "What's up, loser? What are you doing?" I don't remember that. I feel like I would have remembered exactly that. Though. What I said. That's probably because like I greet everyone that way. <laughs> you do have that day. like, uh, uh, like, oh, calling people names attitude. And I do it to the people that I care about. So if I call you a loser. It's probably because I like your presence. <laughs> I'll be yeah. like, what's up? Any curse word ever. <laughs> <laughs> you do say that sometimes, the curse word one. <laughs> I, I say it a lot. <laughs> I do say it a lot. <sighs> sometimes, like, when I say that, you're like, whoa, where did that come from? And like... What's wrong with you? I love messing with people. That's the way that I like mess with people. Like, you know, it's really fun. And I think it's kind of jarring to people when they don't really know me. Uh, But, like, you know, I'll be like, what's up, stupid, or something like that. And when they do it back, I'll be like, how could you say that? That's so rude. And they'll be like, what? (laughs) And, you know, sometimes I forget that, you know, not everyone is already accustomed to my sense of humor. So then I'll have to be like, oh, I'm sorry, I was just playing. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's a casual routine. Sorry. I, I was like, I, I was just play. I was like, it's just a reflex. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're not a loser. You're all losers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, your your drawing style. It's, it's a very unique drawing style. Oh, how uh, so? Did you always have Huh. Did you always have that, like, drawing style? Um, I think it's something that I've, like, kind of grown into because um, before digital, I think my focus was more on, like, actual, like, hyper-realistic, like, face portraits and stuff like that. But, you know, as I got into digital, you know, it's kind of... It's not easier, I would say, but, like... Because I hate when people are like, oh, digital art is easier than traditional art. As someone who's done both... Digital is a lot harder, at least for me. That's but I think it just gives you a little more reason to, like, it just gives you a little more chance to, like, explore. So, like, it might be way harder than traditional paper, but then, you know, 
you can kind of explore without fear of like, you know, messing up the whole drawing. Cause if I do something to it and I'm like, oh, I don't kind of like that. I can just kind of like erase it. And like, you know, I won't mm -hmm. tear my paper. I won't make it look dirty or anything like that. So yeah. I think definitely my art style has evolved more with digital, like to the current thing that you see right now than it did with traditional. Yeah. You got like a very, I wouldn't say gothic, but it's got like a a weird mood behind your your art style. I don't know. I don't mm. know what to describe. I think that maybe as. it's because it's Orbitober, so like I'm trying to make all my drawings just a little creepy. That too, and also like I remember seeing your, like my cousin kind of draws that too, like that too, with like, uh, you got like oh they're they're in some weird position or something like that. Like, what, it was years that had that like uh, it was a face and then had a hand over the, their face or something like that. Uh, yeah, I think I'm looking at my tablet right now. I think I know the one that you're talking about, like the dude that had like his face over his eye and there was like a weird eye on his palm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, and like maybe because those were the first drawings. Uh, I saw from you, and then also Orbitober. Uh, like, I've categorized you as, like, oh, you draw this type of uh, style. I definitely do kind of always like to add, like, a kind of, maybe not always weird, but kind of, like, I like to add a lot of details into my drawings. Like, you know, little details that you wouldn't notice unless you, like, really zoomed into them or something like that. Um, like, with the drawing yeah. that I posted this morning, I don't know if you've seen it, but whenever, um, you know, there's two different versions of it and there's some obvious changes, like, you know, the dude's face is scratched out and the girl now has a glowing eye. But like, if you look more yeah, carefully, <laughs> the book in the first one says the fifth edition cookbook and the book in the second one says um, the art of hiding in plain sight. And the mm. cat's collar in the first one, it says sugar and in the second one, it says agent number two. So I guess, and in the in the background, in the window, you can see someone like gripping the window bars. And so I just like to add like little things that like you can't tell why it feels off, but it feels off for a reason. Mm, okay. At least for October. I can't do yeah. that like any other month because I, I kind of creeped out myself drawing the thing last night. And so it's definitely not what I always uh. do. <laughs> I was about to say, like, man, you do that, and then you're wondering why you're scared. <laughs> no, that's not what I always do. I think the closest to what I always do is, I don't know if you remember, uh, but it was just this dude, and, you know, he was standing in front of a purple wall, and there was, like, vines growing out, and he just looked like he was kind of casual, but his eyes were, like, yellow, and he had, like, a cat on his shoulder. Maybe. I think kind of, like, what I like to draw is, like, it's not always creepy, but, like, it's always kind of a little supernatural, you know? Yeah. yeah. I'm looking at the drawing again. Yeah. Why did I... No wonder I had such a weird nightmare last night. <laughs> uh, yeah. What else? What else could we talk about? Hmm. Trying to think here. You gotta cut well, this part out. You got out. any questions for me? 
Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna cut this part out. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, snip, snip. I do. Yeah. I don't know. I do remember though. Like I posted the drawing, and some someone posted. Someone like swiped up. Not from my. Not from our school, but they swiped up and they were like, "Hey, yo, the one time that you draw straight people and you got the dude sniped." <laughs> And I was like, I didn't notice that. <laughs> immediately take out the guy. You immediately take out the guy. And I was like, huh, I guess that is the only straight couple I've drawn this entire, like, month. Because, like, why would I draw straight people? Because, you know, that's not, like, my, not like my demographic, but that's, like, just not what I am, you know? Yeah. So, like, why would I do that? <laughs> but I didn't even notice it until he had pointed it out. And I was like, oh, I guess I did. <laughs> you just subconsciously did just it without thinking. You know? Yeah. Okay, here's the topic before you ask me a question. Mm-hmm. Or you can ask me the question first, whichever you choose. Mm, uh, give me the topic. Okay. You're into K pop, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, which band? Not BTS, or... if that's what you can ask. I'm not into BTS. Um, there's two groups that I'm really into right now. Um, one is named Luna, which is actually the basis that I'm doing this uh, Orbit-tober thing based off. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, this group, they kind of have, like, this underlining this underlying story and like theory under their entire concept like all their songs and music videos and stuff like that they kind of have mm-hmm. like this undergoing like um storyline and so you know that attracted a lot of artistic people into the fan base and so they created this thing called orbitober which is basically it's like you know geraltober any other thing but they take references from like the music videos and stuff and that's what your prompts are And okay. another group is NCT, which I actually didn't get into like until right before quarantine because they had a show at the concert. At the, they had a show at the concert. Um, they had a show at the rodeo. The and you know, we had that. Uh, my dad, you know, just knewing I liked K-pop, but not like you know what groups. I like he got the tickets, but like at the time I didn't know about that group because I don't really listen to boy bands and K-pop. And so, you know, I was like, well, I feel bad that my dad already wasted the money, so let me get into it. And I ended up really liking them a lot, especially after seeing them in concert. And so those are the main two groups I like right now. So, yeah, okay, so let let me just uh, set the stage, I guess. But yeah, okay, so... It's not BTS, which is like the default. I know K-pop every group time I, have. I don't like telling people that I like K-pop because then they immediately assume I like BTS, and that's embarrassing. <laughs> but no, that, that's fair. I, I I don't listen to K-pop. I not I don't like it. I haven't really listened to any music, but I'm just like it's probably not my mm-hmm. my style. Just not music. your yeah, just not your style of music. But, uh, yeah, but uh, okay, and like the other default K-pop group is. Blackpink. Oh, uh, yeah, I like Blackpink. I'm like not like super super into them, but like you know, whenever they release new stuff, I'll like listen to it. Okay, yeah. I was just wondering that because like I I recently found out there was another K-pop group other than BTS. <laughs> there's there's a lot uh, of them. 
uh, I don't really have the energy to keep up with that many, so I just kind of keep up with two. But there's there's so many. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah. I feel like I feel for some reason like every month I just see the K-pop fan base like grow more and more on like social yeah, media. It's, it's getting really big, and a lot of them are very annoying. <laughs> I, yeah. I kind of understand why people don't like K-pop stands because even as someone who does like K-pop myself, I find them very annoying. Yeah, no. I, I understand that. Like, mm. for me, like, I can understand why people don't like uh, gamers in a sense. Because <laughs> we can be very toxic. Oh, yeah. Gamers. Gamers. I think the worst people I've ever come across on the internet, like, you know, kind of fan-wise, is, like, not, like, gamers, but, like, of a specific kind of game, so I'm just kind of, like, grouping them in there. Gamers, mm. people who like, like, you know, Keemstar and that kind of side of YouTube, and um. anime stands, or, like, weeaboos. They're the worst <laughs> people in the world. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but... Yeah, yeah g- gamers are definitely part of that, like, toxicity online. It's not fun, too, because, like, sometimes, uh, sometimes I just, like, see, like, the good side of gaming or whatever, and I'm like, yeah, that, I want more of that. And then I see the, like, really toxic part, and I'm like, oh, I forgot we have that. I think um, part of what kind of, like, really draws me to... I find K-pop stands annoying, but I think what draws me to kind of, you know, immerse myself in it more is that, you know, a lot of them are, like, lesbian or gay and bi and stuff, and, you know, as someone who's lesbian, I never really get to meet people like me, or much less people that actually like lesbians, because even in the gay community, you know, we're very disliked. I'm sure you've seen my multiple rants on my stories, but, you know... We're always kind of painted as really mean and, you know, like bullies and, you know, we're not really that liked. And, you know, I think it's because we are the only sexuality that doesn't have attraction to men. Like, we're the only one. And, you know, with underlying misogyny and stuff like that, obviously, you know, causes some problems. But, you know, in that specific sphere of, like, you know, lesbians, especially like K-pop, I feel like it's... It's comforting. It's, like, normalizing. Mm, Okay. Like, you know, because personally myself, I don't find comfort in the LGBT community just because we're always, like, forgotten. We're always excluded and all this other stuff. But, you know, there it's kind of a comfortable spot. Mm, Okay. And I can see why you're definitely, like, grown into K-pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I'm gonna take this as an opportunity to say now that we're like um on the topic of lesbians if I ever come out this is a this is a PSA for everyone at East Early because I've had multiple people do this but if I come out to you as lesbian and you say something along the lines of that's hot I want to punch you in the face <laughs> that's yeah. so I, I feel like a lot of people are going to click out at this point because I'm calling them out. But that's so weird. That's so sexualizing. You know, lesbians are always 
already seen as just kind of like sex objects and that's all we are to a lot of people so if you say that to me just know that i want to punch you in the face (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's a lot of uh what would you call it not superstition but like there's uh, just a lot there's a lot of stereotype you know (laughs) yeah stereotype i guess yeah that that works of like that what a lesbian means and stuff you know i've had people tell me like oh you don't look lesbian and I'm like what because I don't have a super short haircut because I'm feminine or like what like you know we're not just this one cookie cutter thing and we're not just here for your entertainment you know we're individuals and loving relationships I've been in relationships that have probably lasted longer than 90% of the people at East and you know they don't see me as someone who has real attraction to women I've had a relationship that lasted four years. Damn. It lasted four years. And, you know, there are still dudes that'll be like, nah, like, you don't mean that. There'll be dudes that'll be like, nah, I can change your mind and stuff like that. Like, no, you can't. Or there'll be people that, you know, just think it's for the attention or something like that. People love to tell lesbians that they are not lesbians. And it's very frustrating. Yeah, oh my God. that that, that, that so specific mind. thing that you said uh, about like uh, I can change your mind. I'm always like, why? Oh, that's why the most uncomfortable think? thing ever. God, it's so rude. I know there was this dude in freshman year that was like, oh, I can change your mind. Like you know, if you ever break up with your girlfriend, maybe give me a chance. And I was like, no. <laughs> well, you know, at the time, you know. A lot of lesbians have a really hard time coming to terms with their sexuality just because of like how excluded we are and how like kind of hated we are. And so for a long time, I told people I was bi or I just told people that I was queer or something, or I just told people I was gay. Like I never said lesbian because lesbian felt like a dirty word. And you know, men Mm -hmm. just kind of painting us out as like, you know, these sex objects or like saying like, that's hot when someone comes out. It's the little things that kind of feed into that. Like, up until last year, I couldn't stand to call myself a lesbian because it felt like a dirty word. And, you know, with all these things that people do into it, it doesn't seem big. It might seem like I'm bitching over nothing. But, like, until you really lived it and, like, kind of felt the weight of that, no one gets to tell me that I'm just, like, you know, being a bit... I'm sorry. (laughs) No one gets to tell me that I'm just being a baby over it, you know? Yeah, no. Especially, like, <laughs> so, <laughs> this is a little bit off topic, but I, uh, I the, one of the assignments I did for today was a, a quiz for, like, government, mm-hmm. and the chapter was, like, about civil rights movements and all that, mm-hmm. and one of the topics was, like, uh, and since it's civil rights, they were talking about, like, how we've changed uh, in, in government, like, uh, like, how we respected uh, African-Americans and Blacks and then Latinos and then disabled and then uh, LGBTQ people. Mm-hmm. And, like, that that section was definitely saying, like, we've... Uh, we, this has been, like, the biggest thing in, like, the past 30 years that has, like, gotten the most growth. Mm-hmm. And, like, seeing that... And, like, you were saying, uh, like, people don't respect it, like, and how pe- people think that, like, it's not that serious. Like, it's serious because, like, people don't respect you just mm-hmm. because it's a new thing. 
you just got uh, people just gotta learn to live with it. They're gonna be different people. Yeah, and I think what hurts the most is that you know, any time that any person comes to terms with their sexuality that's not straight, you know, you're gonna expect the backlash from like you know straight people. You know that you're gonna get homophobia and stuff like that. But what like stings to the core is when it comes to your own community, you know. Like the LGBT yeah. community, we are literally the L, the first letter. It's it hurts when like your own community is constantly turning you away and you know, calling you bullies and all this stuff. I remember I got called like I remember once I told people that they um I told bisexual people they couldn't say the word dyke. Dyke is a slur against lesbians and it means a lack of attraction towards men. So you could see why someone who's bisexual wouldn't be able to see it. And, you know, I just got a bunch of people like, oh, you're gatekeeping, oh, you're being mean, or like, you know, you're erasing my sexuality as someone who's bisexual. And I was like, what are you talking about? So it definitely hurts a lot from there. And what's ironic is that lesbian women are the first people who fought for our rights. Lesbian women are the one that, you know, led the Stonewall riots and stuff like that. So why are yeah. we constantly being excluded? Like we gave you your rights. Give us some respect. Yeah, for sure. So I'm like, just taking this as a PSA to tell all straight people, straight men especially, straight men, if a lesbian comes yes. out to you, or even bisexual, you know, it goes for the same thing. But I'm just saying, you know, lesbian because I think they face this more. If a lesbian woman comes out to you, don't say that's hot. Don't say that can I watch or something like that. That's so weird. Just say, okay, thank you for telling me and move on for your day. Women, if someone lesbian says they have a crush on you, don't be, or they, sorry. If someone lesbians like comes out to you, that means they trust you, not because they have a crush on you. All right. Just getting that out there. Just, you know, like, make it easier for LGBT people. They already have such a hard time coming out with you doing all this other stuff. Especially lesbian people, you know. I could be a billionaire from all the time a man has told me, oh, that's hot, or, like, you know, treating me as a sex object in some way because of my sexuality. Or for all the time a girl has been like, oh, but you don't have a crush on me, right? Just because I trusted them enough to, like, you know, show them all of my authentic self. Yeah, no. So, thank you for giving me this outlet on your podcast to talk about that. I, I know that yeah, no, this was one of the first things that I wanted to talk I had this in mind whenever you asked me to like be on the podcast. I was like, this is definitely something I want to talk about. Okay. Yeah, no, that's fine. If you rant in an episode or anybody else, it's fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably just like taking it in and probably thinking the same thing. So, it yeah. makes for content. Yeah. It makes for, like, something to think about after the episode. Mm-hmm. And so, but, you know, yeah. I've had a lot of good allies at East. You know, I've had a lot of people who have been really chill with me. And I'm very grateful for those people. But, you know, if you've ever told me something like that, just know that I probably really didn't like you in that moment. <laughs> You know, if you've learned from that, because I know some of my close friends, you know, they used to say stupid shit like that all the time. And, you know, I corrected them and now they've learned from that. So if you're one of those people, thank you. But um, if you haven't learned from that and you're listening to this podcast and you're rolling your eyes, <laughs> you suck. <laughs> you suck. Point yeah. blank, you suck. Yeah, she said she will punch you in the face. 
I probably won't do it because, like, I'm a wussy, but, like, <laughs> just know that I'm thinking about doing it. <laughs> I can't throw the punch for a life of me. Like I said, I'm very weak, but just know that I really don't like you if you do that kind of stuff. I don't know. I can't threaten yeah, you. you. Just are... know that I don't like you. You are, you are not uh, a nice person right now, and I want you to know that. That's one thing. <laughs> I'll have Iris get you. Don't test me. <laughs> Iris can be very intimidating. Iris, Iris, I don't know if Iris is going to listen to this, but Iris, if you're listening to this, you're like my bodyguard. Anytime that I tell her that someone like, like is bothering me, it doesn't even matter if she knows the person or not. She's just like already ready to go. And I'm like, okay, hey, let's bring it down. She, she's always got like a, a feistiness. <laughs> she's always ready to protect people. And I, I admire that. So if you're listening to this, thank you, Iris. I, I, I'm going <laughs> to uh, make, fun, make fun of Iris for a little bit here. But like, <laughs> she she's very feisty and like she always says, uh, looks like she's going to throw hands. But mm. then she's scared of like talking in class. <laughs> Iris, oh God. I love you, Iris. But like... Yeah, Iris, Iris uh, perplexes me. Iris is one of my best friends, you know. We're very close. Yeah. And, like, it's so weird to see that, like, you know, before a class, you know, she'll be threatening to beat someone up. And then, like, do you remember in Buso's class how, like, um, did you have Buso last year? Like, did you have uh, that, um, the Mr. Dice tutor guy? Oh, wait, we were in the same class. No, I didn't, I didn't have to do the guy. Okay, no. well, for Mr. Dice, like, he would pull popsicle sticks and have people answer. And, like, it would be so weird to see Iris going from, like, oh, I'm going to, like, beat this dude up, you know. Don't worry, I got you. I'll protect you. And then he'll, like, call her name on the popsicle stick. And she'll be like, uh. Yeah. <laughs> she's always, like, saying stuff. And then <laughs> whenever she's got to, like, mm -hmm. uh, be public or something like that. She's I always, don't doubt like that she, Iris would beat someone up for me, though. Iris has been a very good ally throughout all of this. So, yeah. shout out to you, Iris. Yeah. We're just, we're just making fun of you a little bit, because... Because we love you. <laughs> yeah. But... But, uh... I don't know. Go ahead. Yeah. Like, people like you, I don't remember if I explicitly came out to you, or if you just kind of, like, knew from someone else... But, like, you know, you were never weird about it. You were, you were just kind of like, oh, yeah, you're a lesbian. That's cool. And I wish more people yeah. were like that. And they weren't fucking creepy about it. Yeah, no, I've been around the internet. Like, <laughs> I've seen, like, uh, people, stuff like that. I, I follow a streamer who, like, uh, he he's a guy. But, like, at some point, like, two years ago or something like that, uh, he made a joke about the thing and like all of a sudden like all the artists uh that watch the stream like just always draw him as like a girl and stuff like that and he mm -hmm. always like praises it i'm like yeah that's fine cool <laughs> yeah it's just like it's not that hard to mind your business why is me dating a girl getting you all bothered <laughs> yeah i think i think i wanted to say something but i forgot <laughs> yeah like i said it's not that hard to be a good ally you know just like you know if someone comes out to you just be like okay cool and just carry on that's literally all that we want from you yeah don't be an a-hole just know <laughs> that extra detail exactly. 
just you found out an extra detail. Just don't like exactly. overreact to it or something like that. I like I said, especially the main the main thing that I get from everyone is, oh, you don't look like one. And I'll be like, what do you want me to do? Because, you know, people so always weird. see lesbians as like, you know, very masculine. And, you know, lesbians can be masculine, too. Lesbians that are masculine are also just as valid. But, you know, you know, some lesbians are androgynous. Some lesbians are feminine. Some are masculine, you know we come in all we come we're like a shape we're like different people you know we're like straight people the only difference is that we like the same gender yeah. uh, that's such a that's an even stupider question like you don't look like one you don't look like well, what do you want me to do do you want me to like hold a girl's hand every time i tell you something yeah i like no. cut and dyed my hair like over quarantine well it was already dyed but like i cut it over quarantine just because i don't know i didn't want to keep up with it anymore and <laughs> so you know i made a joke to my sister and i was like maybe people will stop telling me i don't look like a lesbian now because like it's not buzz cut short but like it's like to my shoulder like to my neck and like i have bangs and like you know my hair is dyed <laughs> mm, okay so I made the joke. I was like, maybe people will stop saying I look straight. Maybe men will stop coming after me. Which, you know, doesn't actually work because some men will find out you're lesbian and then, like, they'll want you more. That's, oh, God. It's so weird. Like, they'll make it, like, a challenge. And I'm like, if you don't, get out of my DMs right now. <laughs> I've had to, like, yeah. I blocked a dude over quarantine because like he was like oh i can change your mind and stuff like that and i was like how's the block button looking <laughs> i am block and block that's that's about all i'm having of that so like you know i don't know i think when i'm talking about this stuff it might come off as like really brash to people but if you're thinking that right now just think that it took me six years of constantly you know forcing myself and, you know, hating myself for this thing. Like, not hating myself, because, you know, I was always okay with the LGBT community, even before I came to terms with my sexuality. I think it was just something, like, you know, especially with me being lesbian, it was something, you have to understand that this is something I've been battling for six years. Like, you know, six years of me constantly feeling like I'm faking it. Six years of people constantly telling me that I'm just, like, an object because of it. And, you know, six years of me saying that, like, I'm bi, I'm just gay. Like, no, I'm not lesbian because I feel like being attracted to man, to a man will help me, like, cling on to the last bit of, like, normal, in air quotes, that, like, I have. And so, you know, if it seems like I'm being brash about these things, just, like, take into consideration that you've probably never had to deal with that. Yeah. Like, being told, like, yeah, or, what's a good metaphor here <laughs> it's like when when some uh teacher or like it's like a bully is just really picking on you a lot and then you're just like mm -hmm. all right i've had enough obviously you're gonna be like yelling and like yeah you're gonna really snap and then everyone around you is gonna be like well, why'd you do that that's so rude yeah so that's that is something that I knew I wanted to talk about when I got onto this podcast. So I'm glad I got to it. So you know, yeah, just no. be nice to lesbians. We're going through a lot. 
Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you got the, this uh, part in. So, yeah. Yeah. Just like a PSA. And also, this is dedicated to my online friends that were like practically egging me on to add it. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, they're like, come on, you gotta you show go. them, you gotta tell everyone. So, if y'all are listening this far, this is for y'all. You got a question for me before I wrap it up for a bit? Question for you. Think, a question for you. I have, like, what kind of direction do you want to, like, take this podcast into? Like, do you want to, like, transform it into something else once you have, like, the resources or? I'd love love this to be, like, a either a side thing or, like, a really big thing that, like, I can have. Mm -hmm. Because, like. Like I said in, like, my first episode, like, I, I always liked that, like, people did, like, online stuff on YouTube and stuff like that. Mm. And, like, n- now people are doing it, but, like, not not as much, though. And, like, it's harder to do it, especially on YouTube because the algorithm's against you and all that. Mm-hmm. But, like, if I could, like, somehow build something out of this small thing <laughs> I decided to do off a whim, it'd be nice. Yeah, I think, like I said, I think I can definitely see you going somewhere. For this, you're a really good host, you know. You, like, you make people feel comfortable, you know. You always have a way to, like, you know, keep the stories going. I listened to some of your other podcasts, and they were pretty entertaining, like I said. Like I said, you've always been good for, like, radio or something like that. Your voice alone, and then, you know, you have such a nice personality. I really think you can go somewhere with this. Yeah. Yeah. You bad at taking compliments? I mean, a little bit. I think you could go somewhere with this, definitely. Yeah. You know, especially, sure. you know, once you keep going and once you figure it out more, it's like, you know, it's like art, you know, it's a type of art. You just have to keep going. You have to keep improving, seeing what works, seeing what doesn't. And, you know, I think once you really get the grasp of what really works, especially, you know, maybe once you're out of high school and have a little more freedom, you can do a lot more with this. I believe that you can. Yeah. Get a better mic. <laughs> Get something. a better mic, you know. And I think, you know, keep on, like, bringing all different kinds of people. People that have different perspectives from you. People that have different perspectives from, like, your general viewers that can give you, like, a whole other world to look at. I think, you know, what you're doing with bringing on, like, you know, just random people from school, you know. We don't really think about it when we see each other, but we all do have very different lives and perspectives and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. Like, I, I wouldn't say I'm, like, trying not to bring the circle of friends I always hang out with. <laughs> but, like, I, I'm not trying to just make it about, like, me and my friends. I'm just trying to make it about, you know, the other person or just in general, like, just mm-hmm. talking about some specific topic. So, yeah. I think I'm not like a podcast or anything like this. I might be wrong, but I think what would definitely, you know, be a little better for the show is like have like some questions ready, like tailored specifically to that person. Um, Like I watched your episode with Jalen and I know, you know, he went a little bit into, you know, how that thing with East was really was due a lot to, you know, his race and, you know, his sexuality And, you know, with me as well, I think sexuality would be a really open point to bring up that could, you know, be engaging to people, especially those who aren't in this kind of, like, viewpoint. 
Mm-hmm. So I think definitely if you tailored it a little more to the people and like you know had some questions set, you'd be really good. But I did find your episodes already pretty entertaining. Yeah, the, the only thing that like sometimes I'm like thinking of a question, like if I were to think of a question to ask, I'm like, what would I ask this person? Because like. Mm-hmm. It, even though we're all classmates and we've been together for four years, like you probably still don't know everything about the person, or like yeah, which is why you, I feel like it's interesting know what to, to bring ask. random people on. Yeah, I'm yeah. betting. You know, I'm pretty quiet at school. I think I'm pretty neutral with a lot of people. I bet a lot of people didn't really know that I had these opinions on these things, along with you know all the other guests that you've brought on. Mm-hmm. Sure. I definitely do think you can go somewhere with this. Keep going, dude. Don't give up on it. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. No problem. But uh, let me ask you the the last second to last question. Uh, how was it? When, like, what what were your thoughts when you uh got into East Early or high school in general? Like, what were your what were you thinking about? If I'm going to be honest, I did not think I would make it to high school. <laughs> like, not like in a, like, I wouldn't exist way, like, not in that, like, kind of <laughs> bad way, but, like, just in a way where, like, in middle school, I was just, like, I, I couldn't fathom the fact that I would be in high school, you know? Yeah. Because, like, You're high school, it's always, it's always painted so differently than what you think, you know? Um, mm-hmm. so like when I was coming into East, I was like, this doesn't feel real. I don't really think I'm coming here. Like, I just couldn't fathom the fact that I was going to high school. Yeah, no, when you really think about it, it is something like that. Cause like, I feel like you don't really mature until you're in high school. Cause I feel like you look at kids in like freshmen coming off straight from middle school and you're like, why are you was I that like small? This? Yeah, like that. And then you're. Was I you, like that? Yeah, you you look at yourself and like how you've changed. And you're like, wow, that 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 that's not who I was like three years ago, probably yeah. for most people. But yeah, it's definitely thing you got, like really captivate about, think about. When High you... School Musical set me up. I'm going to sue Disney. <laughs> I didn't even like High School be... Musical. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but everyone knows, I feel like high school is like that thing, like, it's it's like college a little bit, where it's like, you know you're going to get into high school at some point, mm-hmm. but you never really think about it. But, yeah. like, I'm going to get there eventually, but not right now. So I don't need to worry about it right now. It's basically yeah. my entire middle school experience. And then when I was actually going to high school, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. And then you're in high school and you're like, oh, God, these are like my last four years before I <laughs> go into college now. Yeah. It all goes so fast. You know, in freshman year, they were like, oh, you know, high school goes so fast. And my freshman year, since it was like bad, because like it was so weird because you know, I went to a K through eight middle school. So when I had moved there, you know, people already had their groups of friends and it was really hard, like merging into one. And then, you know, I came to high school and I was like, okay, it's going to be different. Like everyone's starting off anew. And then people like had all come from one school and I was like, oh, it's the same thing again. Oh yeah, for sure. There's always going to be those like 
three yeah. groups of friends or five. So I was like, no, it's not going to go fast. But then after freshman year, it really did go fast. It's, it's like after you get that, like, that, that learning curve, then, like, yeah. it just skyrockets. I swear, I entered the soft. I entered sophomore year like yesterday. How am I already gonna graduate? You were just finishing up the the summer assignment. The summer I was, readings. Oh my god, the summer assignments! I was just finishing the readings. You know, I actually didn't do those readings um, for <laughs> like ninth grade. For ninth grade, I did not do those readings until those two weeks that we had off because of Harvey. And I crammed all of that into like one weekend. <laughs> Yeah. I don't what even think I remember the books. I think it was Tree Girl and a long a walk from home of something about a walk. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that it was that it was Tree Girl on the other one, yeah. For mm. what were tenth grade books then? I know tenth it was Rocket grade Boys. was Rocket Boys and Ender's Game. Ender's Game, that's what it was. Are they making a movie out of that because like I could have sworn that I saw an ad for it and I was like Ender's Game that sounds familiar it's been out the first oh, movie at least I don't no, know if they made like another an one for it yeah I don't know if they're making another one for for it though because it's like a three mm. book series or something like that but yeah mm, yeah oh, freshman any year. other thoughts about like yeah starting out uh high school Oh, starting out, actually, East Early was not my first choice. It wasn't even my second choice. I think it was one of my last choices, I think. Because you know how they had us do that, like, ranking thing? In yeah, middle school? So. so my first one was HSPBA. My second one was Heist. Like, not Heights, like, Houston. I forgot what the full name was, but, like, International Academy. Uh, Academy or something like that. Heist. H I H A I S. That was the name of the school. Um, and then yeah. it was Challenge, and then it was East Early. But all the other schools rejected me, so I went to East Early. <laughs> <laughs> That's always nice hearing people's stories about how it wasn't their first choice and like all this. It things. wasn't my first choice. <laughs> like Jalen's you know, story was like really crazy. About that, like he just got and he like really wanted to go. Oh yeah, I heard like, a oh, story. Okay. I was like, God damn, okay. I am yeah. glad that I ended up at East though, because even though you know freshman year was really hard and I had to put up with all these weird men, you know, in the end I did come out with a pretty good group of friends. You know, I came out with people that I do feel comfortable with. Um, you know. Even if my friend group has changed from freshman year, you know, it's changed for the better because, you know, I've narrowed it down to people who, you know, I do feel the most comfortable with, you know, not all the people that I cut out were like bad people. They just weren't people that were compatible with me. Yeah, I get you. Some people were bad, though. Censored name. I don't like you. I despise you very much. Yeah, yeah, there's always those groups of people where you're like, I don't, I didn't like them. Like, I I knew them, but I don't like them anymore. I'm convinced I never liked this person. They always gave me weird vibes, like, right from the beginning. But they kind of, like, inserted themselves in our group. So I was like, 
oh, I guess I got to deal with it. Like, I was okay with it at first. And then they started being, like, awful to me specifically. And I was like, oh, no, this ain't working. So, you know. Did you know about that thing in freshman year where, like, you know, me and a few other people, we were on a big group. And then there was, like, that argument. And we split into two groups. And then we kind of just, you know, split off from there. No, but I've heard of, like, the aftermath of that. I, I never really, like... <laughs> Like, before freshman year, I only knew my group of people and those mm-hmm. who were in the cl- same class as me. Mm-hmm. I, I, it was until, like, sophomore year where I was like, oh, there's other people? <laughs> there's other people? Wow. Yeah. But, you know, the well, end I, result I... of that was some pretty cool people. You know, I have Denitza, I have Alex... I have, like, you and Jesus and Jasmine so and Iris, so, you know, awesome. There's more people, so if I didn't mention you and we're friends, please don't come for me. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there's more people than that. Those are just the ones that come to mind right now. But, you know, yeah. out of the weird sorting that I had to do, you know, some good people came out of it. Yeah. There's always something there, even mm-hmm. if you have to, like, go through something hard. It's always so, something to look forward to or something like that freshman year from sophomore year i've grown a lot as i hope a lot of us have i hope we've all grown a lot from freshman year and you know we're better versions of ourselves now if you really think about it you can definitely like see like you were this in freshman year you are nowhere like that anymore yeah if you think about it sometimes freshman year i used to let you know people like walk all over me and i wasn't like confident at all but now you know I'll probably let you walk all over me. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a friend, of course. Yeah, like I'll probably let you walk all over me, but just know that I'm going to complain about it later. And before <laughs> I wouldn't complain about it to anyone because like I didn't want to cause problems. But like I think it's just I think a lot of us started out as you know, you know, we were really insecure, so we just kinda let people push us around. But then, you know, hopefully now in senior year, you know, we can probably fight back even if it's just a little bit yeah for sure and speaking of senior year uh, how do you feel like it's senior year next year senior year is apparently supposed to have be the most fun year but i am at home (laughs) (laughs) what you can't have fun at home it's home no Kidding. But, like, I do wonder if, like, you know, the school's still, like, holding prom and all that. If they are holding one, I'm probably not going. Just because, like I said, I really don't want to do anything that puts my family at risk in the slightest. But, like, I do wonder, like, if they're still going to do, like, prom and all that stuff. Yeah, we've got to figure that out. I do remember, like... Y'all were, we were planning for that, like, hard, like, last year. Like, we were planning, the, like, the after party and stuff like that. And now we're all just going to yep. sit in here, like, uh. We were planning that, and we were also going to do uh, the barbecue. I think mm. that was this year. Oh, and my God. I didn't sell any of those tickets, so I'm, like, kind of glad that they canceled that. I think I threw them uh, away. I'm surprised. I- I'd be honestly surprised people still have them. Yeah, I threw mine away. I was like, we ain't doing that. Yeah, no. And then, like, when school got canceled, it was like, oh, it's just going to be for two weeks, hopefully. And then we'll do the thing. And then six months later, there's basically... 
It's like that, like, um, that time, like, skip thing in, like, Spongebob, where it's, like, two hours later, but it's <laughs> six months later, and I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. But, like, yeah. closing statement, wear your mask and wear it over your nose, for the love of God. Yeah. I went out to the store over today, and, and there nose. were so many people that had it, like, under their nose, and I was like, I want to go over there, and I want to yank it over. I want to, like, tape it to your nose. So, closing statement, y'all, wear your mask. Please, I'm so tired of being inside. I want to see my friends too, but we all got to suck it up. So, stop going out so much. Yeah. So, wear your mask. Stop going out so much. Be nice to people. That's all I got to say now. Yeah. Something, Paul? Uh, My tape. Ah. My tape fell because I was messing with it. I've been messing with like little things on my desk this entire time we've been talking. Yeah, I've heard little like wrinklings and I'm like, oh. I like my paper, like, oh. I have a lot of like packing stuff on my desk because, um, you know, in K pop, you know, their CDs are different than like American CDs. As when, you know, Mm. like American CDs, they only come with like the CD itself. Um, but for these, like, it gives you, like, a whole booklet, like, with photos and stuff, and you get little cards, like, of random, like, members and stuff like that, and so, you know, I wanted to make some extra money, so I started selling some of my old ones, and I have packing paper and stuff all over my desk, Uh, and so, like, if you're, like, wrinkling and stuff, it's probably bubble wrap, because people will be Mm. mad if these don't get to them in good condition. Yeah, people are very specific about like how they want stuff and everything mm. but yeah this has been a good two hours yeah they flew by really fast like um after you told me i was gonna be on it like i had planned to listen to it but there was just so much stuff going on that i never got the chance and then after you said i was gonna be on it i was like okay i'll listen to an episode like just to get the feel of it and then I saw it, and I saw they were two hours long, and I was like, oh my god, how am I going to talk for two hours? Yeah, and, no. like, uh, in that, like, find the topic thing, that was, like, uh, an hour 40 in, so I was like, mm-hmm. mm, I kind of want to make this at least two hours, I want it to be too short. Mm-hmm. Like, I gotta, I gotta figure out where <laughs> where to cut it at times yeah i think definitely making them a little shorter would help because yeah yeah, most people aren't gonna sit and listen to a two-hour podcast like i said i sped mine up so it was more like an hour but that's just because like Mm -hmm. i can't focus no that's fair when when i like listen back to these uh sometimes i'm like uh um i i really want this to go faster just because (laughs) i already know do you listen to these in full, like, to edit them? I tr- I try to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been doing it recently just because there have been some technical difficulties in some episodes. Mm-hmm. So I have to like, cut out the, like you said earlier, my voice was cutting out. And sometimes mm-hmm. that happens a long time, like a good five minutes or something like that. So I got to mm-hmm. cut that out. Yeah. It was fun. You know, we covered a wide variety of topics. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Just don't look behind you. Stop it! <laughs> Joke's on you. I have my tablet in front of me, and I can see behind me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. 
Lynn for Collins, everyone please. listening. <laughs> God, please. Okay. For everyone listening, yeah, is, I hope you don't hear random tapping on your window every 10 minutes. <laughs> and hope you have a if nice... If you don't wear ad- your mask over your nose, that's what's going to happen. You're going to get random tapping on your window, and it's going to be me <laughs> telling you to put your mask on over your nose. It's going to be me crawling into your window, making sure you have a tape forever. Put your mask on! That way. Uh, oh yeah, stay safe during Halloween. If you I do don't go think outside, I'll be going out this year. But is anyone going yeah. out? Stay safe. Wear your mask. Sanitize. Social distance. You know all the stuff they've been telling us for six months, and for some reason we still can't get down. Mm-hmm. And if you're yeah. old enough to vote, go vote. You got three days left. Four days left. When this four days left out. for early voting. Oh really? Yeah, I think early voting is until the 30th, but I might be wrong. So, mm-hmm. go vote. Bye. Please, my rights are literally at stake. Yes, yes, they are indeed. <laughs> and trans rights, too, and abortion mm-hmm. rights, and everything. It's literally, I am a lesbian Mexican woman with a mental disability. Not a mental disability, a mental disorder. Literally, all of my rights are at stake right now, so please go vote. <laughs> Yeah. God, November's going to be, uh, God, those first two weeks are going to be pain. If, gonna if be anything happens politically. Two different, very scary times, just depending. Like, e- either way, whoever wins, it's going to be scary times. Yeah. Oh, so that yeah. is all I have to say. Thank you for having me. This was fun. Yeah. No problem. Glad we got to talk about stuff and scene and scene yeah and that's where the recording cuts off nah nah it hasn't yet well yeah thanks for coming on on this uh episode and it's uh did you cut out so it's gonna be your no hello yeah yeah you cut out a little bit on my end all i heard was 10 (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a 10, so it's going to be your hype time, I guess. Yep, I'm going to start working on assignments soon, because I have assignments for pre-calc that I haven't started. Mm. If I have a dream about this podcast, then I'm going to haunt you. <laughs> Please tell me if you do have a dream I will. It. Like, the second I, really I wake up, I'll be like, Jose, Valles. <laughs> I really want to find out, like, what what kind of thing could you dream about about a podcast? Dude, I'm telling you, I can literally just sit, and my dream will somehow twist it. <laughs> It'd be like you're sitting on a bed of nails, and also there's a clown behind you. <laughs> oh god! But, yeah. All right. See ya. Goodbye. Tuesday, I guess. Tuesday, Tuesday. What's Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday. SAT day. Ah, Tuesday. No one come near me if you don't have a mask on. Not even playing. I'll yeah. run away from you. Yeah, same, same for me. I'm going straight like corner or something like that. Literally, please, if you can't put your mask on over your nose any other day, please do it on Monday or Tuesday. I'm begging you. I really don't want to catch the Rona, 
after I've been staying home for six months just because I had to go take the SAT. I would be very mad. Yeah. Imagine how oh, yeah. lame that is. You stay home for six months and then you'll be like, oh, I caught the Rona because I have to go take the SAT. That's, oh God, that'd be so annoying. So please, everyone, be safe on Tuesday. I will run away from you, I swear. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right, so, See ya. Goodbye. Bye. Tell me about that dream. I will. And look out for that shadow under your bed. I'm going to come tapping on your window. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right.